Welcome to Teo Podcast, the Pandemic Press, Season 1. I am your host, Rashni Eva Vasam, and today we are going to talk about what's the importance of being in the present. And we have a guest that's also a student, and he is Hemanish Goel, and I had a conversation with him about uh, staying in the present. Staying in the present actually becomes easier when you're able to like yourself for all the mistakes you've done during the past and all the mistakes you're going to make in the future. And that eliminates the anxiety you have for the future. And the anxiety that yeah, that comes from your next move. The more you are aware of your present state, the more op- the more you can handle the opportunities that come your way and make an action towards your goals. But if you're not, because our mind tends to wander off, especially at the, in the morning when uh, right after we wake up. And that's what we have to control. And if we're able to control that, we're getting better day by day. And we can reach our goals in a more faster pace. And I feel like um, during this period of time, a lot of people find it difficult to stay in the present because um, they're at home, they're alone, and some of them are actually alone, and some of them can't handle themselves alone. And um, that is actually like very unhealthy, you must you must be able to love yourself. You must be able to have that sort of friendship or relationship with yourself in order to have mental stability. And if you wake up in the morning and if your mind does not wander off from the past and the future, that means you're doing a great job. What I do is I journal my entire life. So I pick up all the lessons that I learned from my past. And so I could like uh, address all the circumstances handling in the future better. So my name is Himnesh Goyal. I'm a senior majoring in information systems with a certificate in human center design. Graduating in August this year. So um a majority of a lot of the times in terms of like personal interest, I gone to the spirituality and meditation space just to kind of like put my foot forward and just trying to get a good sense of how does it all work. Um, in terms of staying in the present, you know, we tend to look at what we could achieve in the coming future and what we have not um, and like kind of like regretting the past. And I feel like the present is extremely important, is extremely important because it helps us keep grounded as to like, okay, where do we, where are we going from this path? And just like uh, elaborating ourselves, uh, ourself and like the voice that we want to portray, portray 
within the present uh, domains. And a lot of the times it helps you keep focus into like what goals you're trying to achieve in the coming future. So, you know, one, one of the ways that, it, that helps you keep focus in the present is like the third eye, which is right between the eyebrows in the middle of it, because it, one, keeps you around the surroundings and it helps you determine what you should be doing now and what's the end outcome out of it, so. Yeah, do you have any experiences you want to share that comes with it? In terms of like staying in the present? Yes. Yeah, so, in <clears throat> so, I mean, you know, one experience I guess I can uh, mention about is whenever I'm doing, you know, whenever I was doing, you know, summer courses or whether I was in the art of living space, which is like throughout my high school journey, whenever I used to be at like an event outside of like the location that I currently live in, I used to, a lot of the times I used to get tensed about, oh, how am I going to get perceived in that scenario? You know, how am I going to finish this um, the work or how am I going to um, kind of like just trying to always like make self, uh, self, self judgments when you don't even know what the, what, what the actual outcome is going to be. So a lot of the times in the plane, I just used to, I used to do one of the year jive and I'm going to just focus on the breath when it was leveling in terms of inhaling and exhaling and even like, um, connecting because your finger your whole body is made out of uh chakras so kind of the hand you know you can connect you can feel the energy from just from your hand from your head to the hand to like pretty much everywhere in the body like you can cut there's a lot of connection points that you can make within that space so you know whenever i was whenever it was like doing the work the coursework wise or it was kind of um getting myself prepared for a specific event i would either use a Darth Vader voice which is something like this um <clears throat> and this is kind of the toe chakra so you're kind of sucking in all the air inside to just put just to have the energy stored in one place and that that can help you put it in all areas of your body because those techniques helps heal you in, in places that when you're in um, anxiety or stress or just like, mm -hmm. or just having to be presentable at a specific uh, location. And it helps with your mental health as well. Yeah, staying in the present because if you, if you kind of uh, regret on uh, what happened in the past, you might not achieve your goals for the future. And if you keep on thinking about the future, you won't enjoy what's in there in the present and the opportunities that are available in the present, you miss out on them. That's why it's important to be aware of, your, aware of what's happening around you within this specific moment. Because there are certain circumstances that might help you with your goals at present itself. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of the times it, it f lot, you know, when 
when a student goes through each uh, stage of school, they're going to the university, whether then they're in the workforce or just trying to find a career path, it helps you find it. It helps guide you to your next big stage in life. And so that, that way, it, it helps you find the area that will best be, which will be the best fit, best fit for you. So um, a lot of the times I tend, when I hear folks saying that you know, they're not able to figure out what they want to do in life or whatnot, that it, this helps in terms of guiding your uh, career path pretty much as well. And also like meditation as well right because you learn yeah, how to yeah. concentrate you learn how to focus yep that's true you know it, pretty much anything around this the spirituality medium whether it's you're you're doing poses to kind of build the energy within the soul or just have um or just using your own breath to heal you because even a lot of the times i've heard folks like individuals who've been doing it for a longer period of time they'll use the outside nature to heal their body so like um there's a specific so there's something called uh reiki so in reiki this is something where the person comes and gives an appointment and they do all the healing for you for that specific for for that uh for that day you know it's just it's by like a day basis so you're not kind of doing the work the other person's doing the work for you and so when a lot of the times, since you're using all the energy, that person who's kind of releasing all that stress, she has to get the energy from somewhere. And the outside nature helps, can help heal and can help give you energy in ways that you've not thought of, thought of before. So that's also another way that folks tend to um, do it. Like they'll just sit outside in next where it's like either windy or there's a sun uh, uh, glazing through. And that's also another way to lift your spirits as well. So uh, what can you tell the people who are like facing mental health issues during this pandemic? Mental and health, you said? No, mental, mental health issues, like trying to... So in terms of mental health, you know, when you're, when you're having to focus, a lot of folks say that we want to develop a third eye because that keeps you grounded and doesn't waver your uh, thoughts. One thing I like to say, um, tell, um, one thing I recommend is if you're hmm, any, any sort of, any sort of puzzle that you can do or something that you can kind of, you don't know how to wrap yourself around, there's a saying where, you know, like the, mem the picture cards help you if, you, if you just, you know, for five minutes, take like a, uh, like take, if you have like a memory game of some sort, if you try to figure out the pieces by just putting on the head, you know, anything that you're wanting to image, or visualize in terms of just focusing on a specific thing, if you put it on like around here, like whether, I'm not saying like put paper on there, but um, how do I put it? Like kind of doing a puzzle before you start your work. And if you're just putting each image at the, uh, at the top of the forehead so that you can kind of narrow down your focus, that somehow helps because you're kind of letting the mind do the work that you're letting the, the brain do the work, not the mind, because the mind's a distraction that helps, that helps us go like, you know, oh, you know, 
why are you doing the math? Why are you doing the math paper? You know, why don't you just go on like YouTube and start surfing on through like um, content over there? So it doesn't help wave the mind when you visualize something without having it being open. That's what I've noticed. Um, that, I mean, that, and it would have to be like placed on the, you would have to place every visualization piece at the top of the forehead. So it's focused on a, a specific scenario, but even listening to like focus music or um, using the Ojai breath, I'm trying to think of other, like there's only so many options that you can do for opening third eye to help you focus. But if you just wanted to like do day-to-day -day techniques, then I, then I think just, um, um, just, I don't, just kind of putting your state where you're not getting distracted by the, um, you know, if you're someone who knows that if you open the computer, you're going to get distracted and if the, and the work can be done on paper, then kind of making that adjustment kind of, a, I don't know if that's really helped. So. You, yeah. So you talked about the third eye and chakras. I want you to explain what are they and what, yeah. And how useful are they for you, each human? So like, so like, so like explain the chakras or like just the third eye in general? Third eye and the chakras, yeah, as like specifically. So there is... Um, or pioneer band, third eye or pioneer band. Okay. Um, so in terms of chakras, I... I they, they're like specific names to call them out as, which I, I don't uh, remember at the moment, but there's one in the middle of, there's one at the top of your head, which is kind of controlling the main area, which is like helping you think as, we're, just helping you think and analyze the problem. And there's one right, uh, yeah, there's one right in the, um, so one at the top of the head, one in the middle, of, between the eyebrows, which is like the third eye, the which crown, is where all like yeah, the crown chakra, the um, third eye, yeah, the third eye, and that helps you focus, be aware, be aware of your surroundings, kind of like having someone to navigate you. And then, no, it's not. It's I think it's the throat. So the throat one, that one is for folks that cannot project their voice with. You'll see individuals who have, won't want to kind of just, they have a hard time projecting, uh, projecting it out. So this is uh, another chakra that, uh, that I've seen a lot of folks have a problem with. Then there's one, then there's like one in the middle of your chest, which is kind of, there's one in the middle of your chest and one in like at your stomach where, the stomach one is where everything's getting processed. Like the, it's kind of like the soul, which is keeping everything in place and kind of, um, it's where all the energy, the core of the energy is. Okay. So this is kind of chest is the one that's, how do I put it? It's, um, yeah, the, because there's one over here, one in the in like the middle, and there's one at like the bottom at the navel. And the navel one is where everything's getting processed, and it's letting go. It's kind of 
um, making the system clear, you know, trying to process the bad. Um, um, you know, when you when your stomach is clear, it makes your mind chakra open. When it's very stuffy, it, it makes everything else. Um, it makes everything, it makes the whole system. Yeah. I, I'd like to tell folks that the, the chakras from your chest to your navel, those are the most important ones because that is what that it doesn't control it, but it, that's what helps, you know, keep everything in, in a line because one's processing it, one's giving the energy and the, I forgot what the chest one does, but I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's really energy. Um, remember what this one does but there's one right in there all the toxins and all the um what all the good versus bad that's where all the the dirt or just all the um what's the word i'm trying to you know every chakra you some of the other has has a, a specific problem with, uh, in the chakra, whether it's the throat, the mind, the third eye, and so the root one. That's what makes the system clean because it's le it's letting everything out. So that um, is also pretty important because you know that's that's what that's what's letting go and keeping all the chakra um, kind of following the processing um, from the navel system. Letting that out. You have the root um, sacral plexus, and then you have the heart uh, chakras, then you have the throat, and uh, third eye and crown. So you are going through it, and uh, you you talked about the root the chakra, yeah, that balances probably everything that's happening in the mind. Yeah, what whatever's being letting out of the system, that's what keeps the the third eye or the mind or even the throat chakra in a line because these three chakras all depend on whether it's it's getting out to the system you know if you're if you're the from your um from the middle of like below your below your chest and the the the, the chakra from below the chest to like all the way between the legs if that's not clear it 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 disal it miss it becomes hard for the throat it becomes hard to present it through the throat chakra or even like the mind chakra because it's in, it, you're not it's like it's all sitting in there in the stomach and so it's not you know it's not getting letting go it's not letting the system go through its process of uh, clean a step ahead and not staying where they're currently in the line with so yeah. I feel like I, I know that um, uh, that happens a lot and it's so difficult. Why is it so difficult to not to concentrate on the present? Well, because our, our mind lets us waver around like what's going to happen in the, in the coming, in the coming years. And how, what, why did we do this in the, in the past times? You know, one, one of the big key contributors for that I've noticed which helps us not grow in the current state is our words. A lot of the times we tend to use, I hope I can do this in the, in the coming future, like whatever the sentence might end with, or I wish I didn't do that. And so just those words 
when you're saying that it when it goes back to the universe it's there's nothing getting implemented because they're saying the universe is like he's not saying that i am going to do it or like he's not using something within the present tense format you know how like in, in like the english vocab in the english vocab there's present future and past tense words and we tend to focus on the past and future tense and not like where we are currently and so that's why if there's a area that we want to grow in we tend to regret what we what we've done previously and tend to worry about the future that we'd never get to um we never get to achieve what, what we want in the current times so that's it, it's on the mind sometimes the words just like the the way you kind of yourself and um yeah it's it's a mixture of things and it can it can depend you know a lot of the times it's either you, you're focused on a specific you're focused on uh, on like an issue or situation that happened that that also distracts the mind from like focusing in the present so um yeah it's the it, it, uh, majority of it is the present and past tense so uh, yeah but like um, it's i don't think like it's on, only based on words i think it's the way we talk to ourselves the way we the way we think of ourselves and it's the way that uh, other like especially the people around us do have a part uh, to play in it and it's like um it's like if there's if uh, their opinion of ourselves matter then our, our own opinion of ourselves and i think that's what um that's one of the contributors to why we would want stay in the present and we are constantly longing for something we don't have something something we don't have in order to feel better and i think that um a lot of the time when that happens um you can uh, you we have to constantly like re remind ourselves that we don't need this stuff in order to be happy and stuff like this and i think in order to be in the present moment you have to have this sort of inner happiness and if that is not there you will constantly long for some things and even you will long for even people sometimes um of the past as well and if, when it comes to the future you're always anxious about what's going to happen next for some people why is that happening why is that happening because they feel less about themselves than how they should be or how else would you kind of uh, place that situation when they're feeling less about themselves like yeah. not like um like they're not able to achieve anything well it, it no uh, you know as as humans we tend to have a multi we have like a platter of emotions you know whether we don't feel like we're getting what we want or we feel like we're not on the right track or it's just something around the the fact of we we don't see a future uh aligned for us when it when you when you this are asking for when you end up asking for help like how can i get into this space or how can i help myself you when someone gives you advice of using spirituality and meditation to your advantage i tell my clients do you want to have to believe 
in it because if you don't believe in it, it becomes really hard from my side to kind of help you like see the um, to see the advantages or like the, the pros of it, of like how it's going to help you with like the coming state. Because one is the belief and the second is the persistence, which allows you to get out of that, that hole. You know, everyone's digging out of some type of graveyard that they're trying to achieve, like whether it's loneliness or whether it's depression or it's just they don't feel valued. Word to them. It's like, an, it's like a, an attack. It's like there's an addiction that they were in and you're getting them out of that. And so they'll come across, you know, rude or um, not as friendly. So I, I like to say that you, you, anything you do or whatever trap you're trying to get out of, you have to believe and be persistent enough to be at it, you know, whether it's the headspace or calm app or you'll just do or you don't have the the money to pay for those or you're just doing it through youtube you have to be like okay i'm just doing this for 10 minutes and you have to you know i've seen folks they'll have a checklist not to get distracted by instagram they'll like have, they'll set an hour for themselves like the screen limit feature where it just lets 15 minutes or 20 minutes because it's like anything whether you're working out whether you're on social media you want to do it less than an hour because that once you do more than an hour You've already hit the addiction phase, just like how millions of other people are in. So I don't know if that helped in terms of the answer. It's uh, like social media is a kind of addiction. I don't think it like helps you stay in the present because you're always thinking about another person's life. You're thinking about other people's um, kind of things, what they post, the good times and stuff like this. And you think to yourself, like, why isn't my life? that good enough but you just don't see the bad side of everybody else's life nobody wants yeah. their the bad stuff on the, of their life yeah. to be on social media no they're yeah. it's only the good side so this is why yeah. yeah so this is why i think it's kind of useless spending more more like even spending more than 10 minutes scrolling down instagram uh, or even Facebook, unless you are trying to actually do something for your company or use or like a business. media. Yeah. 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 And, and that was a good point you mentioned. You'll never see anyone put bad times that are happening in their house on Instagram, on Snapchat or Facebook. There's always, they always try to highlight the positive moments. But I'm pretty sure if you message that person, if you ask them something, everyone's life is as normal no one is a you know not everyone's a celebrity and even celebrity lives are extremely lonely because it's all about you 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 know they i mean it depends from person to person but you know there is a whole argument against you know how social media helps and and it doesn't you know for there's so there's uh several folks who've actually got their name out pretty nicely like superwoman or, or like dude perfect or whoever it is and it's, it's, it helps in way of making income or putting a brand out there. But if you're doing it for other reasons, it's not as helpful in that. You know, if it's just for your personal account, you know, I like to tell individuals, you know, even I, I didn't even know, like, I never used to think that it would, this, this would become a thing where taking the sh- of a photo of your food before you eat saying like, this is what I have is like the whole new <laughs> Is the whole new trend, you know? And they want you to 
put all your photos of what you're doing in your entire life. That's their game plan. That's what they're told to do. You know, that's what they want. They want people to uh, put out, you know, what they're doing, put stories just Actually, as nobody much- knows what I'm doing. Actually, nobody knows except for my business uh, work and yeah. probably um, when I'm trying to teach some lessons in life. Yeah. Other than so- that, nobody knows about my life. And that's where like, and every, every, every time like um, I'm writing stuff, I'm definitely writing stuff for my brand. I'm uh, typing stuff for like, uh, for my brand, for the stories and stuff like this. But um, other than that, I don't use uh, social media that often because I know these things that it's actually highly toxic if you get addicted to it. Yeah, and, and it becomes, it becomes, it's kind of, I don't, it is kind of like a small little drug that's playing with your mind. It is kind of like that because it's a whole, it's like a casino except all through AI and machine learning. So, you know, that, and, and a lot of the, the, like the, um, even like, even for like millennials today, the whole fact of like discipline of how, you know, Right now, like in the older times, if you wanted to improve the grammar, you had to read books, you had to continuously write in order to get better with it. Now you see platforms like Grammarly, which are doing, which is doing the job for you. So you're not actually having to think. And I think, and, and that might be one of, the, one of the reasons why everything is offered on like a plate because we have Google or whatnot, that there is no mindset growth. Like, I just, I remember like in the older days, everything was hand, like had to be done by hand. And so yes. you would learn a lot for that. And the saying was, the more you go outside, the more you'll understand. Like, I still remember, I, you know, like 5 p.m. after it used to be go outside, play with your friends, do something that puts, to get you the fresh, fresh oxygen. And you would never, there was, it was a very low rate of depression cases when it, in like the 2000s era. Now, you see video games being like a sport. Like I never thought of that as being a thing. Like yeah. now you see people making like millions out of video games and brands like Twitch and whatnot have become extremely huge. And now break time can is has started to become less going outside and more online addicting, which, you know, that's a whole nother sector because I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, that's my viewpoint, kind of. So yes, because uh, like even I was born in the '90s, so um, coming from that uh, kind of perspective, I would say that I, I'm. I was so lucky because um, you know we didn't have devices back then. We weren't. Uh, yeah, we weren't constantly with our phone. Probably we had um, we had this Motorola kind of flip phone. At that time, yeah, and it's only used to call people or text people, and that was it. And, yeah, and the texting was pretty bad as well. At that time. Yeah. <laughs> you would not be able to message right because uh, I think it was in the two thousands. The flip phone, like Verizon, you had to put up, you had to pull out the antenna cable so you could connect around the area that you were at. So unless you didn't pull out the antenna cable of the flip phone that you had you will not be able to get the, the connection. And a lot of the times, there used to be disrupt, disruptions to the calls. So 
you you'd be better off either meeting the person in uh in in person or using like the landline you know that time it was there was not advanced growth to like what it is now yeah so. i think i'm still used to the past because uh, every time i cook a meal or every time i go to a restaurant um i don't take uh, the picture of the meal i just eat it straight away and then after that i remember afterwards that i'm supposed to actually take the picture before eating it right. and, yeah and so yeah but when my foreign friends do it like um, i remember to take the picture but if i'm alone it, i 100% of the time forget <laughs> to take the picture right yeah 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 it's yeah but the you know i feel like folks who were born in the 2000s before era like there are some individuals who've got extremely addicted to social media that they did not been able to like cut out personal and outside and screen time life but the ones who have been able to put that like okay we have a time limit like i i have the screen limit feature through my um to my device because that helps me keep out keep filter that okay i'm there 15 minutes and it closes it all it closes automatically for me and there are folks who just that screen limit feature that apple devices have that's something that scares the hell out of people <laughs> because they they can't imagine themselves being on this the phone for hours but you don't know because time passes by so quickly yeah. um and you know the, and because, and one thing that i've noticed because of social um just the online presence keeping the mind distracted or allowing you to do things that you've never thought of before if there's like a campaign or political thing going on or like a game like um where you have to drink alcohol and it kind of like in a party environment yeah. it will it will it will it, it's like a puppet show going in your head because it'll make you do the things that you never thought of doing before like you'll see folks going like support this campaign and social media will drag them there that's how facebook and trump and all that all those factors came into play so you know it's it's definitely uh a scary time with online presence and a lot of the times because you get so sucked into the digital world it becomes hard to keep yourself mentally stable that's why the demand for psychology has tremendously increased you see people be becoming psychologists all the time um so yeah and also because of the system education system like if you are going to uh, if you get selected to do one of the most hardest courses in the world yep yeah i mean that's that's us you need psychologists for that as well because everybody is yeah. <laughs> like so um focused on being so perfect and performing perfect for themselves right. as well as their parents and kind of because of sort of the yeah. culture and um yeah. it depends on the culture and where they came from and obviously they have this kind of mentality that you have to be perfect and have this sort of status and uh, during the course of their lives when they're trying to achieve that status there is um, yeah they might face issues yeah that th- that was a good that was another good point you put on there which was everyone's trying to be perfect in today's world you know you know the folk you know there's no you know as humans we tend to make a lot of errors you know that's why we've had oral schools that's why we've had um 
electrical issues or whatever, you know, they, there's always a human error in the mistakes or what help us learn. But because of the online presence, that does not get regarded. You know, when we make a mistake, it's like the end of the world at that point. And so that's, that's something which shouldn't really be taken so seriously because you're going to make, and they feel like in a lot of the times, they'll, the answers from, from millennial sides, they'll be like, we made the mistake because of the content not being right. But they don't know that it's, it's the, the digital side that's controlling it. Like I did, a, I, did a, I did a research paper on the whole digital side of like how it really does drain you and all your energy that because of that, just getting to know someone has started to become hard because it takes a long time to develop the relationships. Like in the older times, you would just find someone on the street across, you know, or someone knew someone. There was the value for relationships. Now it's like you don't see that anywhere. Yeah. And um, you know that. And I also, what, what did I find? Yeah, look, the design, design one attracts the eye. You know, it's it has us look at things that we've never seen from a different angle before. And designers, there are a lot of designers of are not as sucked in the digital medium space because they're creators, they're builders. So they're always trying to make a visual representation and lot, and folks who are designers like to be outside a majority of the time. But folks who are engineers or what else? Individuals in the technology space or even like um, something where, where like AI and machine learning around those sectors, you'll see that they always want to stay inside. You know, they, whether, you know, if, if they're like a nine to five job in terms of coding, after that, their free time is gaming. A lot of coders love gaming. A lot of designers love to go outside. And you'll, sometimes it's also the profession that helps, the, that puts you addicted to the uh, uh, platform. So that's, I don't know if that made sense or not, but. Yeah. That does actually, because uh, some people actually get paid to play games, which I don't understand. I don't yeah. know, like some people get paid to play for like uh, play um, Call, of, Call of Duty and I don't get that, but it's actually like a job also. <laughs> right. it's all about the testing and production side, you know, the trying to see if it works. They're getting paid for that because that's allowing the, the gaming company to understand where the, where the flaws are. Like, you know, how can we make this better to engage more of an audience kind of a thing. Um, so, yes. I mean, it's, you know, the digital space, obviously has, you know, there is a lot of the negative aspects to it, but in some ways it's helped us make, allow us to do our work more efficiently. You know, before that, everything was through paper. And so now you, you know, now you have the accessibility to do it through like a Word document. So in those ways it's helped, but in other ways it's created uh, quite some problems for um, today's generation. 
it has definitely made society so lethargic and um, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and um, as a result they stopped like loving themselves that they started looking for other mm-hmm. methods of approval to actually yeah like themselves and i think that's also a factor in why people are not so uh, kind of uh, grounded in the present moment because they are constantly looking for someone yeah. else's approval of them yeah that that's definitely true you know folk there there're folks who are who are extremely focused on their craft they don't even look at the online presence as like their main goal but folks who are trying to find a filter to get their mind off work you'll see the work can will be done for like either from like the 9 to 5 aspect or or less and a majority of the time will be spent on the social media aspect because that's what's more attractive because it's more easier you know you you understand why is it always that when it comes to learning a new skill that takes longer than for a millennial to understand a social media platform it takes less than a week for a kid at the age of 15 to understand how instagram works versus how do you how do you create to like um what's something challenging to like understanding the calculus textbook you know you you you, you, you i don't know if you get what i'm trying to compare at you know in terms of the knowledge wise they you we tend to say yeah we'll eventually get there and it takes longer to understand that for today's millennials versus the social media aspect yeah. and i think it's not over calculus yeah. <laughs> yeah today you know even there are jobs which are literally like social media where they actually getting paid to maintain the social media of that company and it's like i can't imagine what is it going to be as the years come to be because eventually the coding jobs are going to be taken over the robots because that's all algorithmic based the only jobs that are going to be left are the design ones because robots can't think can't think outside of the box only humans can that's how they that's where storytelling comes into and that's how hooking your audience comes into uh, comes into the play so i mean like society now is is kind of moving further away from spirituality compared to before yeah that's true and uh, as a result they have a lot of mental health issues now than before yep that's yeah the the lot of the the quest for happiness isn't so easy to find yeah it's not as easy, you know i remember in in like, let's go back like 1998 you know that time just making food for someone or going on a bicycle ride or even um um i mean depending on where you you where you know depending on where you're at you trying to find the resources to keep yourself active and engaged you know if you're in india right and you're living in like the rural sector just going to the plants and taking a corn to eat or whatever the circumstance might be that was the life you know you're going out bicycling you came at a certain time you know you were responsible because you had to do things by yourself everyone had a share of the work now everything is depending from family to family or not all families are like this but some yeah. it's like the kids don't help anymore 
because they're all on their phones now. And so they don't know the, you know, as parents say that, you know, you're going to eventually have to do this work. It's like the whole under the whole, the happiness out of making food at home and understanding that to save money, you have to make food at home is like thrown out of the window. You see a lot of folks literally buying outside all the time. That's where there's so many shops and restaurants wherever you go. You'll like quick, like they're healthy, quick food options. And there's like the opposite side of that. And so everything has become so accessible that it's, I mean, not everyone, but some folks it's made a bit more lazy. Let's put it like that. Um, there was nothing like that in the previous days. You know, you were constantly working. You came back from work, you were constantly working in that environment. So it's a totally different, it's a totally different generation we live in. And I cannot imagine what is going to be in the next 10 years as technology develops. The increasement of having a side, um, of having like a pet to calm them down or to keep them out of their, uh, what do you say, to keep them out of feeling depression has tremendously increased. You know, the demand for dogs and cats have shot up in terms of, I'm trying to figure out the best way to like word it. Mm. When you're in the constant state of depression, you tend to want a side partner. And a lot of the times, the whole, you know, older times, you know, when you used to not be in a good mood, you used to go to a friend's house, have something, talk to them, and you'd be, you'd, you'd take out the, you take out all of your, your, um, your stress and anxiety to someone close to you. Now, people are taking all their stress and anxiety on pets who can't talk, you know, cats and animals. And it's like, I can't imagine that if humans can't get along now, and depending on some folks, I mean, it's, it's gone. That's where the trends started to be. How is it going to, you know, is that, you know, what is it going to look like in the future? Because right now, there are a lot of folks who are extremely lonely because they don't have someone to talk to. Because as humans, when we talk it out with someone, it tends, uh, it tends to have us feel, one, grounded, but also... Oh, oh, yeah, we have free. a positive effect, a healing kind of effect when yeah. you talk to people about your situation. Yeah. How do you, there's a lot of folks who are struggling to... Um, Put, either put themselves out there or even just trying to tell their part of the story. You know, storytelling has become something which is extremely afraid that just presenting ourselves in a certain manner is also scarier. You know, when there's presentation or public speaking, a lot of folks are, are quite hesitant because they don't know what story to tell. They're not, they're not either talking as much or they've just, or they're just within their own bubble. And so it becomes hard for them to project what their ideas or thoughts are. You know, there's, there are a lot of folks where you'll see them when they're like a kid at five. And, you know, when you're a five-year-old kid, you have no memory of the future or the past and because you're just staying in the current moment. You're just laughing it away. You're just drawing it away. You're just doing whatever you want in the current moment. You know, when you're like, you'll, like little kids, they will do things now. They never say, I, I hope I get to do this. Why won't I won't do this? They'll be like, I want to get this now. I want to, I will do this. I will do that. Because they're in the present state. They want to enjoy where they are currently. As we get older, as responsibilities and stress increases, you know, 
we tend to think of, you know, like in, just starting from high school, you know, like yes. the whole sector of, like, it, I, I remember in the old days, you used, you, the breaks that were come in terms of studying was, oh, let's go take a quick snack as a group together. Or let's go do this as a group together. Now it's like the breaks are, let me just sit on Twitter for five minutes. An hour later, it's like, you don't even remember what you studied after that. And so you feel like your mind, you tends to forget a lot of things, but you don't have memory issues. Yes. You're not putting yourself out there that's causing you to stay in the state of depression. So that's also a, a huge trajectory that I've seen in terms of just having to constantly think about the future. It doesn't help because what's going to happen, that's going to end up happening. You don't have the control of, you only have control of your emotions and what you can do and how hard you can work. Everything else, like in terms of luck or, um, you know, we want to get in, in one thing that is, that's also there is when you're in high school, everyone tends to aim for like the biggest achievement that we want to go into this. Uh, we want to just go into like Ivy League schools. And so if we go, if we, there's if that demand is not like competition, there's a heightened level of competition. Yeah. Yeah, competition is also something like that one kills the personality, which there is going to be competition, but the competition has got extremely bad that it can get ugly through digital media. And so if, if in, I don't know if you've seen, when we're students within the age of 12 to 18, we tend to worry about our, how we present ourselves. You know, it's all about present, presentation. You know, if there's someone who's a little who's extremely thin will tend to talk to that crowd. Someone who's extreme, who has a, a bit of like, just like body image. I think you get, you get what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we tend to identify ourselves through our body language and just like looks wise. And we feel like people judge us based, judge us based off that when we're like in our preteen years or teenager years. As we get older, that's something that goes away. But that happened to social media. When in the previous life, I used to remember they used to be bullying, but we would never think about our image at that time. We just used to be like, okay, we're going to be doing this. We'll just focus on the thing. You know, it was a community effort. Now it's like everyone is like at battle at each other. It's like Russia. It's like Russia going against USA and USA going after like Europe. So um, I don't know if that made sense. <clears throat> Yes, it did. Uh, like a lot of the people are this way for some reason. I think it's um, because of what they have got gotten used to. Like when we were kids, we were kind of bullied for kind of being the nerd. And when you come out of school, you find out that being the nerd was actually something to be proud of, not to, to be, yeah. Because you're actually constantly concentrating on your goals and achievements that, and you make yourself a better person and you get the job, you get the, uh, you get the education you want. And then after that, you start being someone in your life. And when you meet your bullies at the end, at the end of the day, they're actually doing way better than you. <laughs> and you look at them and then you're like, it shouldn't be like this. We should be helping each other. We should be, I, I, the image is completely distorted from when we were kids till now. 
and some people only, uh, yes yeah so some people only learn that like after they graduate from school yeah they only yeah lot you know <laughs> there's a lot that plays on the picture and we understand sometimes after graduate school you know there folks who grow up once at the age of 40 there folks who grow up at the age of 15 there folks who grow up at the age of 22 so it's like there's no there's no like specific before that you could say that okay by 18 he understand what he's going to do you know we i like for, i look at folks traveling internationally from areas like europe india wherever it is to study in the us and they're more responsible than what folks in the um in the in the in like the us itself like they know how to do all the basic principles of life that that's one of the reason they able to accomplish a side goal of their or something else that's on and don't get me wrong there there definitely people within the us who have that skill who you know who have like a fire with inside them but there's some folks who just don't and it's like the battle between figuring out which ones don't want to do the work to the ones who do has become really hard for companies to identify that's why a lot of the times it's like students are just focused on another about and, and they're just not as focused on the work that they, than it was before and they, there's no discipline to just sit within that 9 to 5 chair and just focus on what you're doing your know, social media becomes the new thing of like break time or what not i feel like if there's anything that the audience should take away from this it's um have your goals but don't be so hard to just achieve them because a lot of the times what we think is the best option might not always be the best option you know you see folks who want to go to the NFL and they go to somewhere else so being open to options and having the motivation and just the belief that you will get somewhere because the more we tend to think of the future we're not living where we are presently and so i feel like forget the past forget the future because as we keep working we end up going somewhere i feel like that's that's like the main the main uh uh key takeaway out of this and just yeah. as long as the pandemic especially during the pandemic since people pandemic. are wondering when the pandemic will be over when they can go out and normal have a normal life like before but i think it's it's best to take from this time because you are alone and this is the time to be spiritual this is the time right. to be grounded this is the time because you won't ever get a time like this again uh, maybe after 10 20 years when there's another pandemic right yeah the you won't yeah you won't get the time that we that we got within 2020 2021 and i felt like the pandemic was a good way for folks to self reflect on themselves and um yeah i feel like as long as you're falling forward and hitting some hitting something and improving and growing from that obstacle you're you're good to go the day you decide to fall back that's when you're all just sitting on the chair and not going through towards growth so yep um so yeah i mean in folks who found this like inspiring or feel like they want to follow me anywhere like in terms of social media content you can find me on linkedin you can find me on reddit um i could like a personal portfolio uh photography portfolio page when i was in the beginning years of my uh university years 
So it's called 3G Photos and Videos. And it's you can find that on Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, those are the mediums that you can find me active in, like at certain points of time. <laughs> okay. So thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, if you want to talk about more topics, you can always uh, email me. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was definitely a pleasure talking to you. And um, thank you guys for listening. And make sure you subscribe on Teo Podcast, The Pandemic Press. We are available on Apple devices, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically some of the websites where you can play us on any device. And also don't forget to subscribe to Teo Academy as you can see the videos that we take during the conversation face to face anyways i hope you guys had enjoyed your week see you next time on teo podcast the pandemic press i am your host roshni hebavasam and i'm signing out